Yes, it's officially football season, and we know it because we can welcome back our weekly guest, our buddy from Denver, from NFL on Fox 104.3 The Fan in Denver, Mark Schlereth, back for another season here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Mark, happy football season Mark. to you. Oh, I know. It's so good to talk to you guys. You know it's football season when we get together, so... Always great, uh, always great chopping it up with you clowns. Well, with us clowns, definitely. We <laughs> yeah. definitely resemble that remark. Now, uh, but what, what's it like? Not only do you have the Broncos, but you got the world champion Nuggets and pr- the primetime show in college football. What don't you have, Mark? Dude, how, how about that game? Like, seriously, uh, uh, chalk me up as one of the non-believers, you know? I mean, I knew they had some talent. I knew they had a bunch of guys in the transfer portal and you know, I know what, what I know Dion. You know personally, and Dion's a friend, and I know how dynamic he is, and what a great relationship builder he is. But to 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 do what they did to be the worst the worst football team in college football last year, I mean, and to have like all that newness, all those new kids, all that new coaching staff, and to go out to TCU on the road and to put that performance together, like, uh, listen, man. You know, I believed great things were going to happen. I believed he was going to change, you know, the attitude of that program and all that stuff. But I had no idea that they were going to go out there and, and you know, put 45 up against TCU. It was a rem- it was remarkable. So much fun it to was- be a part of here. They've really put – he's put Colorado, uh, you know, Colorado college football on the map. Yeah. Yeah, it was, certainly wasn't on the map last year and years previous. Uh, going to the NFL, you got uh, Cardinals commanders duty this week, week one, Fox uh, in Washington. What do you make, uh, Mark, uh, of this strategy Jonathan Gannon is uh, employing at the quarterback position to not name a starter, calling it a competitive advantage going into week one? Well, I think if you watch the film, you have a pretty good idea who's going to start, um, and his name isn't Clayton Toon. So, I mean, I, think, <laughs> I don't think I don't think you're going to really garner that much of a competitive advantage. But um, you know, I mean, you got to you got to study for yourself. You got to look at, at you know the the pluses and the minuses, and and you know you got to kind of just come to to grips with it. Um, you know, there's obviously you, you talk about newness, a lot of newness there, new scheme. And, and, you know, this is a welcome back to the NFL scheme. As far as I'm concerned, a departure of what was going on last year. Um, and I appreciate that from Jonathan Gannon, just the fact that, Hey man, we're going to run the ball. We're going to be, you know, a heavy wide zone team, run the play auction stuff off of that enough gap to keep people off, you know, to, to keep people off, you know, just to, to, to have a change of pace, so to speak. But, you know, the the bottom line, what's been going on in Arizona for the last few years is you've got the illusion of competitiveness. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we put so much talent outside the numbers and in our quarterback, and we throw it around, and, you know, we'll score touchdowns late in the first half, late in the game, to make the game within one score and make it look a lot closer than it really is. And what you see with Jonathan Gannon coming back and say, hey, man, we're going to dominate lines of scrimmage. It's going to be a building process. It's going to take a little bit of time. But we're going to take some of that pressure off our quarterback. You know, uh, Sean Payton here in Denver says all the time, like, you know what, you can't have the quarterback lined up on the high dive all the time, right? So yeah. he, he, sometimes you got to get him in the easy drive, right, off the off the edge of the pool instead of being up there on the platform 24-7. And I, I like that, you know, yeah. from a philosophy standpoint. I talk to a lot of coaches around the league. They always talk about 
breathers. Like, give our quarterback a breather play. Give him a play where he doesn't have to orchestrate everything. Give him a play where he can just hand it off. Give him a play where he doesn't have to think about formations and motions and all this stuff. And I think you'll see a lot of that simplicity coming back into this offense, which is, you know, which is frankly kind of more of an NFL traditional type of offense that you're going to see. All right, there have been a lot. There's been a lot of dysfunction with this organization in Arizona. We know we we spent a lot of time last year talking about it, and now it's from the burner phones to you name it. The NFLPA report, and and knowing Jonathan Gannon a little bit the way you do, do you feel like it, at the very least maybe the Cardinals are going to get back into a professional lane and maybe kind of flush this dysfunction going forward? Yeah, you would hope so, and you know, and I get so much. I hate reading all the articles about tanking and Caleb Williams and this, that, and the other. Um, Hey man, you're putting your resume, like you're putting it on film every single week as a player, you're putting that resume on film and it's for the whole world to see. And ultimately it dictates if you're going to get paid next year or not. And so I hate all that talk. Jonathan Gann, you think, you think there's a meeting where they say, hey, Jonathan Gann, hey, if you go on 17 for us, we really appreciate that. <laughs> and, you know, we're going to take care of you on the back end of this thing. No, you're going to get fired. That's how this league works. So I get it. Maybe the talent isn't where it needs to be as you're starting this rebuilding process. But this is a process of saying what we tried to do is not an NFL scheme system that works based upon NFL football players, how the field is constructed with the tighter hash marks, the whole nine yards. So we're going to go departure from what we've done the last few years, which was obviously a mistake, and we're going to get back to real NFL football. And, you know, that's going to take time, and, you know, that's going to take a commitment, and there are going to be some, there are going to be some lumps along the way. There's no question about that. But I hate that whole narrative of, you know, of, you know, like you don't have pride, that you don't want to go out there and win, that you're not going to go out there and compete. You know, I tell this story all the time, man. Late in my my career in Washington, late in the season, I had a guy who was a a defensive lineman. And, and, you know, late in the game, he offered me to split his bonus if I would just give up a sack. And I was like, you know, blank you. You can get a sack off me if your life depended on it, right? Like, no, I'm not. Like, I have too much integrity. And the players in this league have too much integrity to roll over for anybody. You don't get to this point in life with a type A, uber competitive nature to play in the National Football League to say, oh, what, you want a guy from college? Most guys from college I've ever met can't play a lick. But, yeah, let us roll over for you, ownership and, and general manager. That's just, that's just stupid to me. That's a good point. That's an amazing story. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Putting the bonus. It's a great, great story. Uh, before we let you go, and we're talking to Mark Schlereth, we will every week during the NFL season again here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. One of the more fascinating stories is right in your own backyard in oh, Denver yeah. with the Sean Payton dynamic trying to resurrect the career of Russell Wilson. Where is your belief level that Russell Wilson can get close to the quarterback that he was even under Sean Payton? Oh, I, I, I don't believe, I don't question that that can happen. Um, you know, every player, myself included, every player has a skill set, what they're really good at and some things they're not really good at. And it's your job as a coach to make sure you keep them out of positions to, to you know, expose weaknesses, if you will. Like mitigate weaknesses, lean on strengths. And last year, you put game plans together, and a lot of that was because of Russell, 
that maximized your weaknesses. Your number one, and I've talked to Sean about this, your number one objective as a coach is to mitigate potential disaster. And so asking a guy, like, ask a guy to do something he can't do. Don't be surprised when he fails. You're the dumbass that put him in that position. <laughs> I, guess. Like, I, I don't understand. I don't understand that. Like, hey, let's, you know, let's try to operate the in-cutting routes, the deep in-cutting routes off of five-step drops with hitches where Russell really can't step up and see. And let's, or, let's orchestrate that. And then you wonder why none of it works. I mean, how dumb are you? So, you know, get back to throwing the quick game outside the numbers. Get back to the seven-step drops off a of play action where you have seven and eight-man protections, two-man routes, three-man route combinations. You know, you're running a post with a deep over on the other side where you're 11 and a half yards back behind the line of scrimmage where you can see the entirety of the field. Get back to doing the things that Russell does well. You know, the play action, the RPO game, the, the zone read stuff where you can get outside on the edge, the boot keep game. Get back to doing that stuff and Russell will thrive. Mm-hmm. Run the ball, take care of the line of scrimmage, do that stuff. And, and Russell is very good at all that stuff. You know, he was terrible at some of the stuff they were asking him to do last year. And, you know, he failed miserably. And, you know, like Sean Payton will get back to doing what he does well, and he'll orchestrate his offense that way. Mark, it's great to have you back for another Indeed. season on the show. We look forward to uh, watching the broadcast on Sunday and talking to you next Thursday, man.